God bless you all. Thank you for listening again this week. I really do appreciate it more than I can say. The fact that God gives me something every week is the reason I'm honored. And that you are listening is an honor as well. This week was different yet the same. I am still surprised when God speaks to me and that he is consistent about how he speaks to me. Earlier in the week, I asked someone to pray for me and they asked that I have anything specific. And I told them I was grateful for all that I had and my relationship with God, but I wanted to hear from him. So they prayed um, and dropped in a couple of hints about getting in the word, etc. Because we all know we hear from God through his word. I'm not being facetious or derisive about that. It is so true. But if you all have followed me any period of time on Twitter or here or when I used to write a blog... You know that God speaks to me through license plates, mostly through scripture on license plates. So it's not truly crazy, crazy that he would speak to me that way. Um, So I wasn't even thinking about the fact that I had asked someone to pray for me so I can hear from God. And I was out Yesterday, doing what North Carolinians do when any threat of ice or snow or freezing rain is in the forecast, you go out and you get essentials and you make sure your car has gas. For what reason? I honestly do know because of something that happened to my family when there was an ice storm and the power was out. When the power goes out, the gas pumps don't work. So if you have little to no gas, you will not be able to get gas until power comes back on at the gas pumps. So at least it has a reason, even if it's not... um, totally sound or if it makes sense to go out to get gas if you actually have gas but I did I went out to get gas and I wasn't completely out of gas but I was at half a tank which honestly I hadn't been at half a tank for a while I had been keeping it pretty close to full since I've been working from home so I thought it was a good opportunity to get out get gas and actually get fresh air to see what the world looks like from the first-hand perspective. Anyway, as I was driving around the gas station to pull up behind someone to wait to get gas, I actually passed an SUV and their license plate had ESTR 
1-4-1-4. Now, I may be getting the first part wrong about how they abbreviated Esther, but there was no doubt that it was Esther 4-14. And so I've also told you before that I really don't memorize scripture. Um, There are a few scriptures that I know just because I know them because I've read them so many times, but I do not try to commit scripture to memory for a number of reasons. But anyway, we'll get into that another time. So I was I took note of it. I was like, okay, Esther four fourteen. And in the back of my mind, of course, I'm thinking, okay, well it has to be the such a time as this scripture. And it was, but what I didn't realize is what it said at the beginning of the scripture. So get ready to hear Esther 4.14 in all its glory and in a few different versions. Esther 4.14, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance shall arise for the Jews from elsewhere. But you and your father's house will perish. And who knows but that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this and for this very very occasion. Esther 4.14, American Standard Version. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then will relief and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house will perish, and who knoweth whether thou art not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Esther 4.14, Evangelical Heritage Version. If at this time you keep totally silent, relief and deliverance for the Jews will spring up from somewhere, but you and the house of your father will perish. Who knows whether you have become queen for a time like this. This is an interesting one. This is God's word translation. The fact is, even if you remain silent now, someone else will help and rescue the Jews, but you and your relatives will die. And who knows, you may have gained gained your royal position for such a time like this. The Good News Translation. If you keep quiet at a time like this, 
help will come from heaven to the Jews, and they will be saved. But you will die, and your father's family will come to an end. Yet, who knows, maybe it was for a time like this that you were made queen. International Standard Version Indeed, if you are silent at this time, relief and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. Who knows but that you were brought to the kingdom for a time like this. And of course, the King James Version. For if thou altogether holdest holdest thy peace at this time then shall there be then shall there be enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place but thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed and who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this now i enjoy scripture just as much as anyone who loves God and loves his word. And we, of course, love his promises. We love to read scripture about God's promises and his, and his love. This scripture is different because it starts off with an admonishment. It's like your mama talking to you, telling you you better or else. And not arguing about it, just making a statement of fact and letting it lie. It's like the choice is up to you. You do have a decision, but do you really have a decision? And so I'm not surprised that Esther was like, okay, give me three days, please. Let me seek God for myself to make sure that's what he's saying. And praise the Lord, that's how he treats all of us we get we all get the opportunity to obey him and to do his will and he asks us to come to him he says test me he says come reason with me he's always open to hear our response to hear our questions to hear our heart to hear our petitions for him to talk to us what an amazing God he is. Like I said, the license plate conversations have been going on since I first asked God if it were him to prove it. To come down, show me. And it was during a time where I was on the road for an hour and a half a day. 45 minutes to work and then 45 minutes to home on a pretty long stretch of highway that wasn't congested. That was probably the important part about it. It wasn't a congested highway. So plenty of cars would pass by me. And so there were many opportunities for me to see license plates with scriptures from different states not only North Carolina. 
So the fact that God heard me then, and when I ask him to speak to me now, he does it in such a way to let me know that he still knows who I am. And that I still know his voice. Praise God, there is no God like him. There is no lover of my soul like him. There is none other greater than my God. Not only did he die to give me life and life abundantly and to cleanse my sins with his blood that he shed on the cross, but he continues to talk to me and hears me and listens to me. My God. And the fact that I saw that license plate on time with the season that we're in, it's no coincidence. It's like he is confirming that this new season, this season that's starting now, this season that is surrounding Purim and such a time as this is the season that he's saying, rise up. Praise God. It is taking all my restraint right now not to just jump up, shout, dance, and bounce at such an amazing God who pays attention to so many details about each one of us that he draws us so close back to himself he's not drawing us from a land that he doesn't know about he's not drawing us from a place that he doesn't know about he's drawing us drawing us from places that he is that he created that he rules and has dominion over but decided to give it to us because of his great love for us. And then to talk to you like an individual, like an equal, like someone who has the power and authority to rise up and do what he's calling you to do without flowery words, without coaxing, I'm promising you a Pop-Tart or a lollipop. Because that's how you talk to a son and a daughter. That's how you talk to a mature son and daughter. Get up. Or perish. He's not talking baby talk. He's talking straightforward. To someone he can trust. To someone he knows is going to respond. They may buck and wrestle a little bit. But he knows there's going to be a response. He knows that they're not going to ignore the fact that they heard him. That I wasn't going to turn my eyes from that license plate like, "Mm, that ain't God talking to me. 
that I was going to go back and research that reference. Even though I was pretty sure what it was referring to, but I didn't realize the admonishment that came before it. So I took the medicine with the sugar. And it's not too much sugar on that. There may be some refined honey on it. But that scripture is not that sweet. It's definitely an admonishment and a command. Yet, it's a do as you will. The decision is yours. The offer is there. It's up to you what you what you do with it. Praise God. Last week I talked about him being relatable. And now he confirms relationship. That he still speaks when I ask him to speak. I love my God. There is no God like my God. There is so much for me to love about God. However, I think what I appreciate about him most is how he loves to communicate. I love to communicate. I love to have conversations. I love to talk. I love to share ideas. I love to hear ideas so that I know I have a God that loves that too, that loves to spend time with me, that loves to hear me talk, that loves to know what's going on in my head and my heart and my spirit and my mind and my soul. I love that most of all. And I think God loves that. He would talk with Adam in the garden and they would just chill, hang out. I love that I have a God that I can speak with and speak to and he doesn't talk at me. There's a lot of humans that talk at me. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand why you would have to talk at someone instead of talking to or with someone. And I immediately turn off a part or maybe a couple of parts of my brain whenever I'm speaking with someone who begins to talk at me or someone who thinks that the only way that they can speak to me is by talking at me. But I've learned to understand that people who talk at me have a low estimation of themselves. It's almost as if they don't want a response to the things that they say. And I love response. And that probably comes from who my parents were, especially my mother. If she discerned anything that was not right in her children or anyone who was close to her or around her, there was not going to be 
a long period of time before she knew what that thing was. Praise God. I thank God for being my all in all, my counselor, for being magnificent, wonderful, marvelous. I thank God for who he is and that I don't have to fear what he's asking me to do because he loves me and he shows me he loves me at all times. I don't have to wonder or guess or ponder what did that mean or how did that mean. My questions to God are always for clarification or for a different angle that I saw that I want to discuss with him. I love God. And I love that he loves us. And he shows his love. He doesn't hide his love. He's not stingy with his love. However, he will withdraw if he doesn't feel like his love is appreciated. That's another thing I have in common with God. I don't believe in wasting time or energy. If there's not forward movement or movement period, I wonder why I'm here or why I'm there. And I think God understands that perfectly about me. That's why when I asked someone to pray for me so I could hear from him, I was expecting that prayer warrior to have a message for me. But God was reminding me and reassuring me that you hear from me the same way we've always communicated. It's almost as if he was saying, you know our thing. Why are you stepping outside of that? He constantly reminds me that our relationship is not none other. It's not like any that you can walk into a church and see happening every day that's controlled by man's perception perception of how God is supposed to speak to you. He constantly reminds me that I can't do things the way other people do them. Because we're all made uniquely, but God says, remember, you actually appreciate that you're unique. You're not trying to fall in line with man's control and his purpose for your life. You want my purpose for your life. So you just can't fall in line behind the okie doke. Because the okie doke don't work for you, darling. Beloved, daughter. You can't do it like everybody else does it. Because I made you to do it like you do it. And I made you to desire to find out how I want you to do it. So how can you have anything different than what you already have with me? Why are you trying to conform to the standards that I did not create for you? 
praise God. He is awesome. He is amazing. He loves me. And as I say on my Twitter page, you walk different when you know you're loved. Your walk is different when you know you're loved. When you know the God of the universe has your back, front, side, any which way you turn, he's there. No matter where I go, he's there. No matter where I end up, he's there. He is there. There is no God like my God. And if he has called me to rise up for such a time as this, that is what I will do. And all power and authority that he has granted me by the death of his son on the cross. Who took the keys of death and hell. So that we don't have to worry about the sting of either. Praise the Lord. There is nothing greater than knowing that the creator of the universe is madly in love with you. I didn't always understand that, didn't always appreciate that. But now I do, and I cannot settle for less. At all. There is nothing I desire that is not in Christ. Nothing I desire that is not in Christ. There is none like our God. So if he calls me to rise up and not be silent, I could say if I perish, I perish because I know when my eyes open, I will see my God, the lover of my soul, the one who died to give me life and life more abundantly, the one who loves me beyond all measure and all sin, who sent his only begotten son down to earth so that I could be in relationship with him. Just to have relationship with me, he sent his only begotten son. (sighs) Praise God. I fall more in love with him every day. And I wonder how he could be in perfect love with me since before I was born. And then as I had a passage to say, and then after I'd done some living, he is still in love with me. (laughs) How can I not smile at that? How can I not be joyful about that? So if he calls, I come running. If he says stop, I stop. If he says go, I go. If he says that's not for you, daughter, 
I say, all right, God. Because there is nothing on earth or heaven more important to me than my God. So God bless you all. I hope you are blessed by this podcast this week. I hope you listen listen to the playlist and be encouraged and hear God speaking to you, asking you to rise up, asking you if you were not created for such a time as this. Because things are not the way they used to be. That term, such a time as this, has probably probably been overused by like a lot of other phrases. But I can guarantee there has never been such a time as that we're in right now. So it has new meaning, if only the fact that it's in a new place in our history. So be blessed. Listen to the playlist and know that God is speaking directly to you, that he is calling you to rise up during this time to do what he called you specifically to do that no one else on earth was created to do but you. Praise God. You walk different when you're loved. So rise and shine. It is morning time.